This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, hits to his right, gets to the 20. He's in the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks a third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 49ers. 96-yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Sweeps down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble. He's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs. Gets away again. Goes to the 40. Gets away again. To the 35. Cuts back at the 30. To the 20. The 50. The 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. Third down. Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post. And it's good. Click, click, boom! What's going on, Faithfuls? Your boy is back, baby. Did y'all think the show was going to stop? Man, hell no, man. We got some stuff to talk about, guys. All right, now, thank you all for checking me out tonight, man. Now, listen, guys, I had to rearrange some stuff today. I apologize. I was supposed to get a show at 9.30. I'm on call. Some emergency stuff came up. It's all good. I'm here. So what we're going to do tonight is this, right? We're going to run this 11.30 show all the way up to midnight. And then at midnight, we're going to keep it rolling, and we're going to start the 15-minute question and answer segment, okay? So it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I want to see you all in the building, man. What's up? Look at everybody in the chat already, man. Y'all holding me down, man. All right, now listen. Got to run through these formalities really quick, okay? If it's your first time here and you enjoy the show, please give us a thumbs up, hit the like button. Also, subscribe and turn on the notifications, okay? Um, guys, give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS. It's the number nine, nothing but nine ERS. We also have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, and that is nothing but Niners. We are broadcasting live on all of those right now, okay? So make well. Not Instagram. We haven't got the ability to broadcast live on Instagram at the same time. But when that happens, it's over. You hear me? It's over. All right. I'm your guy, 49ers Mike underscore NFL. Let me see if I can get my uh my name to show up up there. I don't know if it'll fit with this background that we have here or this overlay. Yeah, it's, it's down there, but you guys can't see it. It's okay. I am okay with you guys not being able to see it. It, it doesn't bother me at all. All right. So, guys, man, listen. Some news came out today about our 49ers, and I got to break it all down, okay? Um, now, the 49ers have signed. Let me let me put my little band on here, right? Latest news. Where's my, where's my little joint at right here? All right. Here we go. All right. Boom. Latest news, rumors. Okay. Oh, look, my name popped up. It's right there. What you doing? It's like peeking from around the corner, you know? So, guys. 49ers, man, uh, let's start with the quarterback position, right? We've been watching everything that's happened around the NFL. And we're wondering when the 49ers are going to do something at the quarterback position. Well, it happened. It finally happened, guys, all right? So the Niners decided to sign a quarterback. What's going on, media? 
How you doing, man? Ray, what's going on, man? I see y'all in there. I see y'all in the chat. Let's talk, man. Let's interact. Man. Um, the Niners decided, you know what? We're going to do something. The fans been wanting it. They've been wanting to see us do something for this uh, quarterback position. We about to tear it up. What do they do? You guessed it. They signed Nate Sudfeld, okay? To a fully guaranteed contract. Dollars be damned. Dollars be damned for a minute. Let's just time out. Fully guaranteed contract, okay? Um, this this tells me a couple of things. Uh, I was hoping for the Niners to still do the three-quarterback thing, and they might do it. But it's going to be somebody on the practice squad. I don't think they're going to cut a guy with a fully guaranteed contract that is worth multiple millions, all right? Now, the report came out that it was worth $2 million, up to $3 million with certain incentives. I wonder what those incentives are, right? Like, what would bump his number up another million dollars? Has something to do with, like, maybe playing time, all right? Does it have something to do with, uh, I don't know, like, performance or something? Like, but what performance numbers could he meet? Maybe if Trey Lance gets hurt or benched, you know what I'm saying? Like, are those the things that would cause the 49ers to say, hey, you're you're earning another million dollars or is it wins is it a win percentage thing right if we ask you to play in two games can you go 500 is that is that worth a million dollars to a franchise with the backup quarterback you know what i'm saying what about if we ask you to play four games can you win three 75 mm, now that's different because if that's the case why isn't this guy your starter right well that's not true we know why right Guys can't be starters all the time because, you know, what happens, people get film on them. It doesn't shake out the way they want it to. So I understand. I do understand why that wouldn't happen. But it is curious to see the contract details, all right? I should share the uh, tweet with you guys. I apologize for that. Um, let, me, let me go ahead and load this tweet up here. So that way you guys can see exactly what the report was that came out, okay? So let me, uh, let me put them in here now, and then I'll pop them up on the screen, okay? So here it is here. Uh, boom. All right, per Adam Schefter, 49ers gave quarterback Nate Sudfeld a one-year, fully guaranteed $2 million deal with upside to get it to $3 million per source. There were two other teams interested in Sudfeld with, in the words of one source, all believing he has starter potential in the league. That last line is important. That last line is actually very important, okay? So this young man... And I'm, I'm calling Nate Sudfeld a young man for all intents and purposes, right? But he is in a very, very weird position. All right, I'm leaving the tweet up here for just for a little bit longer. Uh, he's in a very weird position. I'm going to tell you guys why. Okay. When you look at this young man, he's only been in the league since 2017. All right. He was with the Eagles. And he didn't do too much real playing. One game. He was 19 of 23. No touchdowns, no interceptions, 134 yards. Completion percentage was high, through the roof, right? 82.6%, but he didn't do anything. Like, no touchdowns. Like, he just was an okay quarterback, right? He took three sacks in that game. Three sacks. Nothing to, like, say, oh, my God, like, this guy is the one. Like, you didn't see anything, right? He's a 6'6 guy. He's got a very, very strong arm. And I'll be honest with you guys. Last year, I was watching some of the – uh training camp videos like we all were. We were holding on to see, oh, who threw that pass? Oh, who threw that pass? The prettiest pass I saw all, all season last year didn't belong to Jimmy Garoppolo. It didn't belong to Trey Lance. It belonged to Nate Sudfeld. He had the prettiest pass I saw all year long. Okay. Now, 
he played the one game with the Eagles in 2017, his rookie year. 2018, he comes in, he plays in one game. Well, he played in two, but it was like victory snaps. You know what I'm saying? He only threw two passes, completed one of them. But the one pass that he did complete, people got excited about because it was it was a touchdown. It was a touchdown, okay? Imagine, like, being 100% touchdowns for a season. I don't care if it's three passes. I don't care if it's one pass. Like, you're 100%. That's some shit that wide receivers do. What's my man's name? Uh, is it is it Muhammad Sanu? Muhammad Sanu was like, he had a crazy, crazy stat, like five for five. They were all touchdowns. They were like 350 yards or something like that, right? Like Muhammad Sanu was the person that had those kind of stats. Um, it's pretty cool. And then you fast forward to two, 2020, and he played, again, one game, all right? He completed only 41.7% of his passes, all right? Five of 12, and one of them was intercepted. All right. So not so good. He was kind of trending in the wrong direction. All right. But the last line here says that all believing he has starter potential in the league. This guy never really got a shot at being a starter. Okay. Is that by design? Is that something that the Niners don't want people to see? Hmm? Think about that for a second. If by chance he got out there and if by chance he was shining, if by chance he actually looked really good, what would happen? Now, he was a six-round pick, okay? He was a six-round pick, so no one's expecting him to come in here and light the world on fire. But now, all of a sudden, they're saying, all believing he has starter potential in the league? Well, the check doesn't say he has starter potential, right? That's not what the contract says. And if he accepted this, and they and, and other people out there are saying, oh, well, we think he's a starter, and him and his agent accepted this, that means that they don't believe he's a starter. Is he in the NFL? just to be a career backup? Is, is he okay with that? And some players are okay with that, right? But here's what I do know. He's got a year in the system, right? That weighs something already. I told you guys about the rocket arm. He's got great size. And this is what we need in the backup. A guy that's not going to come in here and rock the boat and make Trey Lance nervous, right? And that doesn't mean that's it for the for the uh, for the 49ers in the quarterback position. They could still draft somebody. They got a lot of draft picks. We know John Lynch likes to move up and down the draft, all right? So that could be something else that happens. Maybe we can find someone to stash on the practice squad later on, all right? So just keep that in mind. But congratulations to Nate Sudfeld. Congratulations on the 49ers getting your backup quarterback, Golden State. Is getting killed right now, man. What is going on? I'm not killing only down 12. All right. So here we go. Let's keep it moving, man. What else do we have in the news today for the 49ers? While I pull this up, let me uh let me get this hookah going here, okay? Excuse me for a second, guys. All right, breaking. Okay. Now, I want you guys to see the date on this here. Breaking. The 49ers have re-signed Kevin Givens, Jawan Jennings, Michael Hasty, Demetrius Flanning of Fouls, and Charles Aminahue. Now, this is from 49ers Focus on Twitter. What up, Dominic? All right. Now, this was interesting because this came out yesterday, midday, 2.30 p.m. That's East Coast time. I'm on the East Coast, guys. All right. People are like, nah, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Right. And so when this happened, when I saw this tweet, you go to any of the cap websites and they all had a different figure than what they had the day before, right? 
these guys signed their tenders, okay? These were all the exclusive rights free agents that the 49ers had, minus Charles Omenihue. So Dominic had everything right here minus one player, okay? And people wanted to give him shit for it. Oh, he's just guessing. No, 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 my man wasn't guessing. He did his research. He saw the numbers were different, and he went out there and he made a statement, okay? But there's some names in here that I just, I'm, I'm scratching my head on here. I'm scratching my head on, right? To Michael Hasty. Love him. One of my favorite guys on the team, right? I love the way he runs. He's a good pass catcher out the backfield. But the Niners didn't want to use this guy. So why sign him again? Why bring him back? Exactly, Ian, right? Surprised that we kept hasty. I just don't get it. I don't know what they're doing. They didn't want to give the ball to anybody else at the end of the year. Now, for the longest time, Hasty was the, uh, what do I want to call it? Hasty was the uh, third down back. Didn't matter what quarterback was in there. Didn't matter what running backs were in there. He was the third down back, okay? So maybe they see something there. Maybe they want to give him a bigger role. I'm not sure. All right, guys. Got a little, uh, all right. We got a little situation here. Give me about 12 seconds. We will be right back, okay? All right. My apologies. My apologies. But yeah, so Jermichael Hasty is on there, okay? Um, but I personally, I'm happy to see him back. I just hope the Niners use him a little bit better this year. I'll give him some more opportunity. He's very explosive, man. He's a very explosive guy. All right, other names on that list were Juwan Jennings. I don't think anybody's surprised. He kind of emerged as the, as the new fan favorite wide receiver to cheer for, right? Not the big name guy, not the big school, and you know what I'm saying? But somebody that people were cheering for. Kevin Givens, one of my favorite players on the team, right? Uh, I just feel like this guy needs more reps. Um, now, Kevin Givens is like a poor man's Aaron Donald. And I know I shouldn't say that because a poor man's Aaron Donald. Like, how do you have a poor version of arguably the best player in the entire NFL, right? Like, what, what, does, that, what does that look like, okay? Um, all right, let me call him a knockoff. Let me call him a knockoff. And No, nah, forget that. He is Kevin Givens. I'm not going to attach him to anybody else. But a small guy knows how to get low, knows how to use the center of gravity well, um, and knows how to get leverage, the defensive tackle position, man. I really like watching Kevin Gibbons play football, and I'm hoping that he gets a bigger role. 
I don't think that this means the Niners are out on our guy, DJ Jones. I know this is a question that's asked as soon as everybody sees that the Niners sign some sort of defensive tackle. Oh, my God. What does this mean for DJ Jones? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing, okay? If the Niners were planning on bringing back DJ Jones, Kevin Givens is not going to be enough to say, hey, never mind. You don't need to do that, all right? So don't let anybody trick you. Don't let anybody fool you. He is not here because we don't need DJ Jones, all right? Demetrius planning and fouls. He played well when the Niners called his number, and that's why he's back. That's why he's back. We went through a couple of stints without some uh, linebackers. This guy comes in here. He says, hey, hey, I'm good, coach. Put me in. And when the Niners put him in, he did the damn thing. So shout out to everybody who got those contracts, man. I'm happy for the guys. I really, really am. All right? I really like it. A lot of people were uh, wondering if the Niners were still going to be in on guys like um, on like uh, Taylor, okay, like Terod Taylor. And I don't know that to be the case. I have no idea, honestly. And the reason I say that is because if you're given, uh, if you're given Sudfeld that kind of money, what are you going to possibly do for Taylor, who is significantly better, proven in the NFL? And are you going to keep three quarterbacks up and dressed every single week? I don't think so. I think the big name quarterback is off the list, guys. So if that's what you were hoping for, I think we got to let it go. I think we got to let it go. All right. Yes, guys, again, a mini Hugh was already under contract. All right. He was already under contract. So that name should not have been in that tweet. All right. Now, I'm going to move on to uh, what this show is really going to be about. It's forecasting free agency. Wait, have I missed any other 49ers news? Oh, I want to talk about something else that happened. All right. The Colts traded Carson Wentz away. How loud is that? Is that is that like obnoxious? Like, I'm sorry, guys. So since we last spoke, the Colts decided to move on. Oh, okay, Sloppy Dickens. He says, wrong, Mike. Aaron Donald is a poor man's Kevin Givens. Talk your shit, man. And no, I, I don't think Sudfeld will be the backup. I know he will be the backup now. He, he's going to be the backup. He's got $2 million guaranteed. He's going to be the backup. I, I, unless something else crazy happens. Unless something crazy happens, there's not much of a chance that the uh, the 49ers don't keep him. All right? Not a knock on anything or anybody. You know what I'm saying? But... um. They, they would have to sign somebody big to make them not just give him $2 million because he's got that $2 million no matter what, right? Uh, they would have to, like, cut him. They would have to release him uh, and sign somebody else. It would have to be somebody really, really good, somebody who probably is a starter, not a, uh, not a thought. You know what I'm saying? Not, not somebody who um, is going to come in and compete to be a backup. Like, this is going to be somebody who they know for sure is going to be a better backup and probably should be a starter on another team like a Marcus Mariota, all right? And I just don't see them going after somebody like that because you've set the market too high. If you give Sudfeld $2 million, what is Mariota going to get from you? 14? And th th that's just too much money to pay for your quarterback. I'm sorry. It is. All right. Um, there was one more uh, thing that we have to get to here really quick. And uh, before we move on, Niners news, um, the 49ers officially announced 
that they have signed offensive lineman Jake Brundell to a one-year extension. All right? I like this, man. I like this. Center guard guy. Um, let him learn from Mac one more year. Just let's see what he's got, right? Let's see what he's got. A player who was taking some important snaps for the 49ers here. Um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, he's not a starter. He's not a starter. That's fine. You can say what you want about him. You can try to classify him however you wish. But the fact of the matter is the young man has earned the trust of his coaching staff. They want him back. He is back. And that's good enough for me. You know what I'm saying? If that's good enough for the coaches, who the heck are we to be like, nah, man, he's got to do better. Nah, man, we got to get somebody better than him. Like the fans crack me up with stuff like that, right? And by the way, when I say the fans, I'm talking about myself too, guys. Don't don't think I'm talking about y'all, right? I am the guy who shits on when we sign guys a uh, terrible offensive line, the dude we just signed. I was really upset about that. You know what I'm saying? So don't, don't let me sit here and convince y'all that, like, I think I know better than you guys do or anything like that. I'm a fan just like y'all, right? Um, and so when we make certain signings, I get annoyed by it. I question what they were thinking, what they were doing, right? But uh, Jake Brindell is a good one, at least at least in my opinion. I like this signing uh, way more than the other offensive linemen that we just signed from the practice squad of the Bengals. What the fuck was that about? You know what I'm saying? So, all right. Um, but here, I got I got to say this really quick before we um, – I got a couple minutes left. I got to get to the meat and potatoes of the show, and then 12 minutes uh, – uh, at 12 o'clock, we're going to do the 15 minutes of questions. And I guess I guess what I want to discuss with you guys is this. Um, the trade of Carson Wentz and how it affects Jimmy Garoppolo. Specifically Carson Wentz. Let me let me get let me get this angle down a little bit more here. Let me let you guys see my ugly mug, okay? Carson Wentz is not a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Carson Wentz is not a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. It's number one. Okay? It's number one. Carson Wentz is more expensive than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's number two. All right? It's number two. This year, 28 point three million dollars for Carson Wentz 28.3 okay Jimmy Garoppolo on the other hand Jimmy Garoppolo on the other hand nowhere near as much okay Jimmy Garoppolo this year is only going to hit the books for 26.4 better quarterback cheaper got two first round picks all right. Yes. Wentz is absolutely more athletic. Can probably throw the ball further. But he's not a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Who's a better quarterback? Jamarcus Russell or Jimmy Garoppolo? I, I, I see what you guys are saying here. see what you guys are saying, but I want you guys to answer my question. Who is a better quarterback? Jamarcus Russell 
or Jimmy Garoppolo? All right. I'm not going to give up too much silence because it, it sounds bad on the podcast. But the answer is the better quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. The better arm, the better athlete is Jamarcus Russell. It is not the same. It's not the same, right? Um, there's a couple of things that I wanted to say about this. People were like, oh, my God, Washington was a big player in this and that. Maybe they were. Maybe they weren't. I don't know. But here's what I do know. If the Niners truly believe in Jimmy Garoppolo the way that they say they do, they don't want to have to play him in the postseason. Us fans say, yeah, bring him on, bring him on, right? That's what we do. But there's some things you got to remember. Let's just say Jimmy Garoppolo went to Washington and we had to meet them in the in the playoffs, in the wild card round. Unless we get the number one seed, we're playing in the wild card. Let's just say we had to play them in the division, in, in, the, in the wild card round. Who knows this offense better? than Jimmy Garoppolo in the NFL right now. Don't you think that that Washington defense is going to be very well prepared for the 49ers if they had to play us? Okay? Think about that for a second, right? I know people are going to say, oh, my God, come on, man. Mike, what are you, what are you talking about? No, 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 no. It's all about preparation. The best team does not always win on a Sunday. The better prepared team and the team that can execute what they prepared for is the team that's going to win. Jimmy Garoppolo knows the ins and outs of this system better than anybody else in the NFL. He's been in that in this system longer than Matt Ryan was in the system, longer than Brian Hoyer was in the system, and Brian Hoyer was in the system twice. And Jimmy Garoppolo has been in it longer than him. There is not another quarterback in the NFL that knows Kyle Shanahan's system as well as Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not my opinion. That's a fact. And so if we have to run into them, because let's admit it, that's a weak division it's very possible that Washington wins that division next year. Okay. And if let's say they trade him to there, the Niners don't want to, don't want to see what he's going to do. He's going to have that defense prepared. So you don't want to trade Jimmy Garoppolo inside the NFC. Look at all the trades that have happened so far. Russell Wilson, NFC quarterback. Where did he go? You guessed it to the AFC. Did you hear the package the giants put together for Russell Wilson? Did anybody hear about it? It was a pretty good damn package. I heard they included a quarterback, Saquon Barkley, multiple first-round picks. I mean, come on now. Come on. If they're going to put that together, why not take that deal? You want and, and who was the worst team? So the picks were higher, right? Why wouldn't they send him there? Because he's in the NFC. Good quarterbacks, respected quarterbacks, very rarely get traded inside the same conference because teams don't want to have to deal with them later. Go all the way back to your favorite quarterback, Joe Montana. Where did he get traded to? It was Kansas City. Cross lines, man. Cross lines. So that's my point. The Niners are, aren't likely, I'm not going to say it's impossible, they aren't likely to trade Jimmy Garoppolo inside the NFC. But back to Jimmy's value really quick. This is a shot in the arm for Jimmy's value. He's cheaper. He's better. And now the floor is set. For everybody thinking that the Niners weren't going to get anything good for Jimmy Garoppolo, boom. There you have it. You're wrong. 
If a team believes that they can win with that quarterback and he is a starter, they will give up picks, guys. Look at what they just gave up for broke leg wins. Look at what they just gave up for him. People say he's a problem in the locker room. People say that he's a bad studier. People say that he's just not a good person to be around. And look at what they gave up. We're going to get that or more for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, This wasn't about Jimmy going to the Colts. Maybe. Maybe they take him. I don't know. Maybe they take him. They can clearly afford it now that they traded Wentz, right? But whether or not they 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 are the ones to take them, I think Pittsburgh are players in this too, just so you guys know. Do don't sleep on Pittsburgh, guys. Don't sleep on Pittsburgh. Think about those AFC teams that need quarterbacks. Pittsburgh is still one of them. All right. Okay, Warriors down too. Okay. Okay. Coming back, coming back on that ass. All right. So I'm just saying we should get more for Jimmy Garoppolo. This trade shows me and completely convinces me that we get more for Jimmy. And I like it. Damn it, I like it. We should be excited about that. All right, it's 12 o'clock. I'm supposed to be doing the March Madness at midnight. Um, But I I didn't get to the forecasting, uh, the free agency forecast, okay? I didn't get to it. So save the questions. If you guys start typing them in there now, I will get to them. All right, so what we're doing in this segment is uh, we're picking a a couple of position groups and then saying our fantasy players for it. And then we're going to say our reality, like who we're more likely to get, okay? So I have mine prepared today. I'm going to give you uh, just two groups because it's just me and we're pressed for time instead of doing the three, all right? I'm going to do uh, the defensive tackle list, all right? Here's my wish list. If I could just wave a wand, money be damned, there's two of them, Malik Collins and DJ Jones, all right? Now, I don't think I need to speak on why I would want DJ Jones back. All right. But I mean, I think, I think it goes without saying, honestly, I I think it goes without saying, um, when healthy, that man is a stud. He is a wall in the middle of the defensive line and we've all seen it with our own eyes. Okay. So I don't know how you would not like to get someone like him back. All right. Seriously. Um, and then my wish list guy, is 100% uh, Malik Collins, all right? Now, Malik Collins is built a little, like, all right, listen to this, right? 6'2", 310, okay? 6'2", 310. When you read what DJ Jones' measurements are, all right? Six foot, 305, all right? Come on now. Come on now. Now, here's the difference with these guys right here. I think Malik Collins is a little bit, not much bit, just a little bit better, a pass rusher. Just a little bit better. All right. So I think that we gain a little bit more there if we were to go out and get him over a guy like DJ Jones. But if I had it my way, I would get one of those two guys back. Magic wand. Boom. Swing it. Swing it. It's not impossible for the Niners to get DJ Jones, but he might have priced himself out of it. Here's the reality of who I think the Niners might get. All right. Unfortunately, you guys aren't going to like the names that I'm going to say to you, but I got to tell you anyway, all right? The first one is going to be Quentin Jefferson. Now, I know that some places are going to have him listed as a defensive end. I'm going to list him as a defensive tackle here, all right? Um, This guy was raised in the Seattle uh, system from 2016 to 2019. He went to Buffalo and then uh, 
and then he went to Las Vegas Raiders. All right. Again, defensive tackle. All right. Now, the thing is, while he was with Seattle in his last year, he transitioned to defensive tackle. When they needed him to, uh, if there was an injury, he would rotate to outside linebacker or defensive end. But he played defensive tackle there. Right. And in the last four seasons, this guy's only missed two games. He's been a constant rotational piece. He's not a start. He's not a never game starter. Last year with the Raiders, he did start every game. He absolutely started every game. Got four and a half sacks. All right. But you guys got to remember what his job is there. All right. Just defensive tackle. Just defensive tackle. 47 tackles, 17 assists, five tackles for loss, four and a half sacks. All right. This is Quentin Jefferson, who I think the Niners might, in reality, make a run at. And just to give you guys a comparison of of how he he measures up, I'm going to tell you guys DJ Jones' number, okay? DJ Jones, his numbers, all right? He had seven sacks, 92 tackles, okay? 92 tackles and three forced fumbles, all right? Now, that's... Sorry, those were career numbers. My bad. Let me tell you what he did last year. 56 tackles, 40 solo, three quarterback hits, and two sacks. So my apologies. I misled you guys there. Didn't mean to do that. All right? So, yes, Quentin, technically, Quentin Jefferson had a better year than DJ Jones. So keep that in mind. All right? Someone that many people aren't talking about. All right? And the other guy that I'm going to give you, going to be Taven Bryan, all right? Now, Taven Bryan, again, look it up. Some places are going to have defensive tackle next to him, all right? He's not going to have any fun stats. I'm telling you guys right now. He's not going to have fun stats. He was a highly drafted guy by Jacksonville. He's been with Jacksonville all four years, since 2018. He's a free agent now, all right? Career numbers, he's only got five and a half sacks and 86 tackles, all right? 25 quarterbacks hit, quarterback hits in his career. He has not been a starter. He started zero games last year for Jacksonville. I think he would be a good rotational guy. And I think we can get some more out of him than what Jacksonville was able to get out of him. All right. Um, Jacksonville heavily relies on the talent of their players. Okay. So I, I personally like the idea of getting a guy that we can coach up. We don't need just the talent of him. Golden State came back and got the lead at the end of the third quarter, man. God dang. I got to get my wife really quick, guys. Give me one second. She, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'll be back one more time. Uh, bear with me. I'll be right back. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, and then the last position group I'm going to do really quick, guys. Oh, wait, let me check the comments here. Uh, I got some contributions in here. He's also a 
a ginger mike who is that agree we should be getting more for sure oh they're talking oh okay 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 i went too far up sean shepherd says hell no oh mike hell no that was the problem kyle had a game plan and a system while jimmy was casting lots in the middle of the field throws volleyball sets up on final play of super bowl and nfc listen sean listen man i'm telling you jimmy is a better quarterback than carson Wentz. i'm telling you i know we don't like the way things ended i know it wasn't ideal but i'm telling you bro jimmy is a better quarterback than carson Wentz. okay i don't know who's been healthier i'm i'm willing to bet jimmy garoppolo's been healthier but I haven't I haven't done the game for game and, and, and done the math and saw uh, games of percentage played. But I'm willing to bet it's Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm willing to bet it's Jimmy Garoppolo. You know what? You know what's going to really help Jimmy? The whole time he was a backup for Tom Brady. Wasn't injured then. And he played two games, got injured in the second one. Then he came here, he played five games, and he was, he was good. And then he played two games and was injured again. And then, uh, you know, missed the rest of that season and came back and, you know, we went to the Super Bowl, and then he missed a couple games like uh, the year before last. It was I, I get it, but I'm willing. I'm still willing to bet that he's played as many games. All right, all right, all right. No, I'm not high, guys. I'm not high. I promise you, I'm not high. Although if this hookah were hitting better. No, I'm kidding. There's nothing like that in here. My facial recognition recognition just acknowledged me with my uh, vision on. All right. So my cornerback wish list for the 49ers. All right. I have two names for the wish list that you guys are going to recognize. All right. The first one is DJ Reed. All right. We need him to come back. Um, he can move all over the place except for in the slot. We'll see. We'll see. But I like DJ Reed, and I do want him to come back. He's a wish list guy. You guys know why I'm not going to beat around the bush. The other guy, the other name that I'm going to say that you guys are going to kill me for is my guy, Akella Witherspoon, damn it. Did y'all see what that boy was over there doing in, in, in Pittsburgh? Man, I'm not going to get started. Those are my wish list guys. Here's the reality, though. The 49ers are likely to bring back these two guys here, or bring in these two guys. One of them is a bring back, and that's Jason Verrett. The value was extremely low. I don't think many people are going to be uh, – taking advantage of him. So uh, Jason Verrett is probably going to have a very, very small limited market. He's gonna, if, if he decides to come back and play football another year, Jason Verrett is likely a 49er. All right. Then there's this kid from Carolina that when I see him, he flashes. He's got to stay on the field. But when I see him, he flashes. It's Dante Jackson. Dante Jackson. Dante Jackson. You guys got to go out there and take a look at him. Watch his tape. He gets better and better every year, but he gets hurt every year. Only healthy year was his rookie season. Um, it's just not good enough. You know what I'm saying? A very, very fast guy. Sometimes he relies on the speed a little bit too much, uh, but when he stays healthy, he's really, really good. All right? So I know some Panther fans that want to keep him there, but nah, man. Nah, man. You got to move on. Let's let, let's let him get a change of scenery. All right? People, see? Look at this. Spoon. Mike is the best troll. I promise you guys, if you watch him over there in a the system that let him play the way he was supposed to play, Spoon is really hey, I, I was I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dwell on it. Y'all either go over there and put it on or don't. That, that's it. Ian, I don't know what to tell people. 
I don't know what to tell people. See, and he might even be saying his tongue in cheek. He might think that Spoon was on wide receivers highlight reels. No, he wasn't. He was over there with straps. All right, guys. It's time, man. It's time. I'm not going to do a third one. I'm not going to do a third one here. All right. You guys get to type your questions, okay? I don't want to start a whole new stream. So let's go ahead and do this here. You guys get 15 seconds to ask me any questions you guys want. All right. So it's past midnight here. We got a whole bunch of people in here. I say, let's get it, bro. But Ian, Ian Sharp says, I'm not kidding. I don't know what you mean by not kidding. I don't know if you mean he was on uh, highlight packages for the Steelers, like in favor of the Steelers or against the Steelers. Like if he got burned, it's a highlight, but it's a highlight for the opposing team. I don't know which way you meant, Ian. All right, guys. So if you guys are, is this your first time here for a live March Madness at midnight? Here's what you get to do. Okay. You get to type any question you want about football, personal life, food, whatever. This is your chance right here. You don't need to pay for anything. I'm going to click all the questions and read them as fast as I can. All right. In 15 minutes, you guys get to go. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get this thing kicked off here. Um, let me go back up to midnight. Let me just go back up to midnight and see if there were any questions that I missed. All right. Thank God Mike isn't our GM. Come on, Sean. I'm not that bad, bro. Captain D says Jimmy will start for the Niners in 2022. And I'm the one y'all asking if I'm high. Are y'all crazy? All right. All right. Here we go. 49ers media with the first question of the night. He says, Jimmy G to Colts or Steelers. I'm leaning Colts, but the Steelers have a first-round pick. The Colts do not. And so that right there puts the Steelers ahead. Uh, it depends on what else the Colts are willing to package. If the Colts give you two seconds and a fifth, would you take that over one first-round pick? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what's going to beat that first? A first and a fifth or two seconds and a fourth? What do you do? How do you play it? How do you play it? This is a good draft, a good draft for depth. Those first round picks are going to be mentioning it. Steelers don't have that high of a pick either. All right. They had a winning season again, or not a non-losing season. They had a winning season. They were nine and seven. So I mean nine and eight. So I don't know. I don't know how you want to look at it. All right, Ian. He says, I mean, Spoon was doing well. Yeah, he was. He was. I'm glad, I'm glad you saw it. All right, man. Uh Roth. Rothesis. He says, would you want the Niners to bring in Bobby Wagner? I would not be opposed to it. I would not be opposed to it. Um, but if uh, I had it my way, I think I would ride this thing out with Aziz and Greenlaw. I think they cover better. I think they cover better. Um, and I just, I want to make a, a movement of youth. All right. I want guys that we can sit here and look at and say, hey, let's try to keep him for another four or five years. Not these guys on their last leg. Not saying that he wouldn't have a role here. He absolutely would have a role, and it's not a knock on Bobby Wagner. I would not be upset if the Niners went out and obtained his services, okay? I'm just not beating down the door for him. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Jimmy G, the Colts, Steelers, or other, and if so, who? No, no, I'm going to say Steelers uh, be only because they have a first-round pick, although I think the Colts are more likely to do it. All right? Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Boom. What free agent wide receivers is on your wish list? Let me pull up my list here. I do have my list still here for my free agent wide receiver wish list. The wish list 
was John Ross because of speed and Zay Jones because of size and speed. Zay Jones ran a 4-4, and he is uh, 6-2, John Ross ran the fastest 40 time at the Combine ever uh, and was misused from the moment he was drafted. They tried to make this man a corner. Like, what the f- – what was that? What was that? So – uh, that was those are my wish list wide receivers. All right, keep the questions coming, guys. We got about 13 more minutes of this. Okay, uh, how much was your max bench press and squat in your prime years? Um, I don't. I didn't do squat because I didn't like working on my legs. I have really big like thighs and calves, and I never worked on my legs um, because I didn't want them to get any bigger. Uh, and as far as bench press goes, I, I didn't do free weight. I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust my left arm, so I only did uh, the universal machine, and I maxed it out. I, I was actually doing reps with the whole bar. I think it was like uh, two, 225, 235, something like that uh, and when I was working out. So whatever the pin all the way to the bottom was, but I would actually do sets with it. It wasn't uh, just maxing out. So I never actually maxed out on the bench, man. That's pretty sad now that I think about it. That's pretty sad. Damn, now I feel bad. Uh, Mo Gilliam. Mike, I just want to win a Super Bowl. So whoever, oh, my bad. That's not a question at all. Hey, I'm with you, man. I want to win one too. I want to win one too. NYC 1030. Do you think Roger Craig should be in the Hall of Fame? Why or why not? Absolutely, he should. Absolutely. Do you guys know that after Christian McCaffrey had the thousand rushing and the thousand receiving, people said, oh, that's it. He just cemented himself as a Hall of Famer. Oh my God. Bro, if y'all don't shut the hell up, Roger Craig did it twice. Once as a running back and once as a fucking fullback. Don't go there, bro. Don't go there. He didn't submit himself. He can't stay on the damn field. Man, you gonna see in NYC. You you about to get me upset. You about to get me hyping here, man. Don't do that. You about to get me turned up in here, man. Come on, bro. All right, 49er Jeff says, do you think Cap will ever play in the NFL again? I saw the tweets today. My man's 34, 35 years old. The answer is no. The answer is no. He's never going to play again. All right. Who will back up Trey? You talking about Trey Sermon? Ooh, see what I did there? No, uh, Stephen, Stephen, I'm sorry. Uh, no, the back, the backup was signed to an extension today. I don't know if you missed it or not, but boom, here it is in case you did. 49ers gave quarterback Nate Sudfeld a one-year fully Guaranteed two million dollar deal with the upside to get to three million. All right, and that's from Adam Schefter himself. Uh, that's your backup right there. The 49ers aren't looking for another backup quarterback anymore. I promise you. Okay, Ali, what's going on? If you can take an intangible out of any quarterback in the league and give it to Trey Lance, which quarterback and what would it be? Any intangible, huh? All right, so I think you want to take uh, like processing. And put it in him. Uh, when I watched Trey Lance, I noticed that he locked on to certain sides of the field. I won't even say that. And that could have been that Kyle was just giving him half field reads, right? That could have been what Kyle was doing. But I would like him to be able to read the field all the way through and do it quickly, a, a quick processor. Um, and now I'm trying to think of what quarterback do I think reads the field and scans the field the fastest? Does it have to be? Oh, it, say, it says a quarterback in the league. So someone that's active right now. Uh, who has a quick processor? Who has a quick processor? 
Uh, all right, I got a name for you, Nick Mullins. Unpopular, right? Mike's crazy again, right? I know, I know. But Nick Mullins had the processor. He just didn't have the way to get it from the brain to the arm, to the legs. He couldn't pull the trigger fast enough. Uh, and I think Lance does that. If he, if if Trey Lance can come in here and play like Nick Mullins uh, mentally, because he's got everything physically, whew, NFL better watch the hell out. They better watch the hell out. Um, next question is from Robert. It says, do you want to keep Raheem or let him go? Let him go. I want to keep him. I personally want to keep him. I want to keep him. All right. If Watson is cleared, think he's a possible play for the Steelers now that they have Brian Flores and Tomlin. That is a really good question. Um, but again, Watson's coming to the NFC. You guys want my honest opinion? I told you guys, good quarterbacks don't stay within the same conference. My honest opinion is the reason why the Seahawks loaded up on all that stuff, they're getting Watson. I really think Deshaun Watson is coming to the to the Seahawks. I know it sounds crazy. Oh, Mike, but they got – come on, tell the truth. Who do they have? They have a guy that they didn't want over there. That's the truth. They had a guy that they didn't want, right? So it's it's clearly not an even trade as far as quarterback play goes. They didn't want they didn't want Locke. So I think the play all along has been to go out and get Watson. I do. All right. Uh, let me see. Are there any other questions here? Sean Michael says, Michael or Mike, do you watch baseball? No. Um, some playoff games I'll, I'll turn on every once in a while. Uh, I like it in, in a group setting when other people are into it, but by myself, no. I, I'd rather scratch holes in my knees. All right. Uh, but I, I did hear that the lockout ended, uh, and that's good. I'm happy for the players. Um, and I'm hearing that uh, MLB free agency could start. It made me, maybe it did start today, but I heard it could have started today. So that's pretty cool. You got MLB free agency, you got NFL free agency, March Madness all happening. I mean, this is a really good time in sports right now. Okay. Uh, what position do you think we go at pick 61? I don't see us going cornerback. Uh, it'll probably be a defensive lineman again. I know people don't want to hear that, but it'll probably be whatever defensive lineman is best on the board at the time. I just, I think that's it. Uh, mixed or straight with, with no chaser. I'm a straight guy, man. Oh, damn. That sounded bad. Uh, I take my drink straight. All right. Um, uh, I've had mixed drinks before. I don't mind them, but if it's up to me, give me my scotch. I don't even need ice in it, man. Just give me my scotch. Let me sip on it, and definitely no chaser. You're not going to destroy the taste that's on the palate. You know what I'm saying? That's how we get down, man. Um, Bailey Alst, he says, would you make the same trade the Chargers did today for Mac if you had a chance? Um, nah. Nah. Uh, now, Mac did have the foot surgery and everything, so he should be 100% when the season gets here. Uh, and he was playing well. I think he played in – he either played in six games and had seven sacks or he played in seven games and had six sacks. But he was playing really well, so I don't I don't want to make any mistakes about it. But um, that's that's tough, man. Khalil Mack, man, uh, 
he's he's a he's a damn good player. And it wasn't a bad trade either. I like the trade. So, but I'm gonna say no. Uh, I wouldn't do it just to say no. And the truth of the matter is, they wouldn't have offered that to the 49ers because again, NFC to AFC, AFC. You got to look at where he came from. Oakland, AFC, Oakland, right? Yeah, I think they were Oakland at the time. Maybe they were Los Angeles. I think they were Oakland. Either way, he came from the Raiders and then he went to the Bears. So that's AFC to NFC. Then he went from the NFC back to the AFC. They're not trading him in the same conference, okay? Mike, how many pieces are we away from women one? Women one. Winning one. Oh, you might have used speech to text. Okay. Um, I think that we are three pieces away. Just three. Just three pieces away. Uh, if you want me to list them for you, I can. Actually, you know what? I will. I'll, I'll list the three pieces away that I think we're away. All right? I think we're a good guard. I think we're a good guard away. I think we're a good safety away. And I think we are a good pass rusher away. Everything else on offense is fine. We got to get a guard. That's also assuming that um, Mike comes back and is ready to play. Mike McGlinchey comes back and is ready to play. Uh, they said the recovery is, 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 is as expected. So he, we, he should be okay. He's on pace to come back. Um, and that's that's what we need right there. All right. I'm going to do two more and then I'm going to get out of here. Uh, Mike, who are a few of you guys? Who are a few guys you have draft crushes on? You can't pick anyone from Florida. Um, I don't have any draft crushes yet this year, man. I don't. I haven't gotten excited about the draft yet because – Here's, here's how I determine my draft crushes, right? I determine my draft crushes based off of that team, the Niners. Like, that's that's where my draft crushes come from. Um, every year, you guys have heard me talking about a, a wide receiver because we needed wide receivers, right? Or a pass rusher, like Derek Barnett. Like, I really want the Niners to get him. I wanted the Niners to get him when we drafted Solomon Thomas, right? It's because we needed help with the pass rusher. I need to see what we do in free agency. And then when I dive into it, I'm going to be diving into the draft based off of Niner needs only. I'm not sitting here studying every single person, every single position, because you're going to do all this stuff. You're going to talk about all these people. And it turns out the Niners don't need any of them. You wasted all that time. I don't want to do it. So uh, that's me. That's me. Uh, And then the last question here for the night, man. Oh, 4985. He says, do you think, Niners should go after Saquon Barkley. I've been hearing a lot of rumors about Niners being interested. Absolutely not. No way we should be going after Saquon Barkley. Um, It just isn't that kind of team. Now, I say that, and I reflect on the last season, and Kyle Shanahan did try to use one running back like 85% of the time last year. Uh, if if my man was healthy, it was Mitch. It was, it was Mitch. Uh, I'm about to say Mitch Wisnowski. Uh, Elijah Mitchell's world. So. Uh, but no, for the most part, and from what I've seen from Kyle, four of the five years, he's um, running back by committee. And if that's the case, you don't go after a guy like Barkley. Um, it's just it's just not worth it. Let me see. Uh, let me see something really quick. Let me see one thing really quick. Oh, you know what? He's not expensive. He's still on his rookie contract. 
but it's seven million dollars for a running back. Mm. He would be a lot of fun to watch in the system. But seven million dollars is a lot of money for a running back. I don't know why I thought he was what running back just oh Christian McCaffrey. He's the guy that got the big ass deal that people were wondering about. Uh, that's a little bit different. Uh with, with Saquon still being on this rookie deal. You know what? I wouldn't mind the Niners taking a shot on him. One year thing, boomer bust, right? I wouldn't mind that. As long as there were no stipulation that we got to give him another contract, I wouldn't mind that at all, man. I wouldn't mind it at all. I'm thinking that he's got that dumbass um, Christian McCaffrey deal, which they literally can't trade him right now, even though they want to. They cannot trade that kid, even though they want to. You guys should look at the dead cap. It is absurd. I think it's like $40 million dead cap shit like that. Um, So anyway, that's it, though, guys, man. Um, If this is your first time here during the March Madness at midnight, every day at midnight, as long as there's no emergencies, I don't have to work or anything or take care of anyone, uh, I am live. The whole month of March. And if I miss an episode at midnight, you guys will get it during the day. Midday madness. All right? So it's either March madness at midnight or March madness at midday. Okay? So I plan on seeing you guys this time tomorrow. Y'all know what to do. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. Breezy, take us home. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but Niners. We nothing but Niners. We nothing but Niners. We nothing but Niners. We nothing.